You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. It's too late, Joel. It's too late. We did that. I don't already. know. Was, we did that. Thirty-year-old movie is never too late. Gosh, I just saw it. Holds up. That was so good. That man. movie holds up. You know, you and I mm. were like the biggest like sing-alongy, quotey nerds in that entire place. We were the only people singing along. We were totally singing. Yeah, and nobody was, else was singing. And along I was trying not to, but I was uh-huh. just getting caught it's up in the so moment. Hard and not you were to. kicking it off. I didn't realize how much of that soundtrack I knew. I know all of that fucking soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yes. Vin Debona or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> Vince Vin, DeCola. Vince DeCola. <laughs> is the guy who did Full Vin House Dibona. and Family Matters and yes. those TV shows, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, dude, that was awesome. For, for those of you, because yes. like, we haven't, we didn't talk about it, we didn't post anything about this, Mm-mm. but uh, Alamo Drafthouse here in Dallas showed the animated Transformers movie from 1987. Yes. And uh, Joel and I went, and it was amazing. It's reliving old, uh, old memories. So, but we were sitting there like... Just singing along with it. And They're like, all so we're, bad. We were the worst Alamo theater goers. We broke that all night. the rules. We did. We and broke I'm usually all the rules. a stickler for that. I'm like, me that's too. why I go because people don't text and people don't talk. You were like quoting and, and like giggling singing. to each other like a couple of school. But you girls. know what? Everybody in there. I was going to say everybody in there was our age, but people were bringing their kids. I noticed there were people a lot totally of brought their kids. Some families. dude brought his daughter who was next to me. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I think that's the first time you and I have like sincerely like geeked out. Together watching uh, a movie. Scott Pilgrim. We saw Scott, the Scott Pilgrim. That's at, uh, true. Alamo That's as well. true. Yeah. And, uh, n- not as much singing. Yeah. Not as much singing along. Dance. But man, with this one, I was like, oh my god. I love those hair bands, man. That was, that was some fun stuff. But no, that that movie still it still holds up. It's a beautiful looking movie. There's some stuff that you're like, huh? It's a little rough. <laughs> Wheeler. Wheelie, oh god! Wheelie, whatever Wheelie the fuck his say name was. It's off to save your friends today. <laughs> I finally watched that YouTube clip that you <laughs> oh, s- that you posted too, yes. which is fucking hilarious. He's <laughs> 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 like, "Where's Ironhide? Uh, I don't know how to tell you this." Ironhide's <laughs> dead, Prime. <laughs> like what? They're, they're all dead. <laughs> all my friends. <laughs> all my friends. Hey, Prime. <laughs> what? What's crackalack? I haven't I haven't seen you in a minute. Oh, blaster. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's funny to hear Optimus curse. It's so good. No, uh, but it, it was it was funny sitting there, like, actually kind of analyzing the film while we're watching it going, like, like at every any moment in that movie, there's always someone who's like, Optimus is dead. I know. Or, 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 or whatever. Ultra Magnus is dead. Meanwhile, they're running around with this little kid. Uh, what, what was it, Danny? Yeah, yeah, Danny, whose father Spike died, and <laughs> right. so like he's stuck, hang, he's stuck hanging out with all these Transformers. Like Optimus is dead. He's like, yeah, uh, my, 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 my actual, my, my dad, flesh and blood. <laughs> my, my dad died, and no amount of electron cubes is going to bring him back <laughs> my, from the afterlife. My only parent is <laughs> yeah, exactly. gone. Yeah, and now I'm stuck with. I'm you still an adolescent. Guys. I'm just coming into into puberty. I'm having yes. these strange feelings about. Uh, we, uh, what was her name? RC. RC. I'm attracted to female robots now. There, there's this also is my there, life. there's the part where like where Danny's hanging out with like Hot Rod the entire movie. He's with Hot Rod and Cup like the entire yeah, movie, and fishing. then there's a point where they get split up, and like he's running to a ship with the character. What, what was his name? Springer. Yep, I think the is green the name. guy. But you really don't know Springer from shit. Like, you don't know any of these characters. They don't. They, they don't introduce them. It's diabolical. But at one point, like Springer looks down at Danny and he's like, "Come on, Danny boy, we're gonna get to the ship." And I just, all I could say was like. 
who are you? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. You're from the cartoon. And I used to think, and we'll get on to this week's movie here in a second, uh-huh. but I'm just going to want to wax a little it's bit. It's hard not to want to just recap it. It's great. Yeah. Um, I, I used to thought, and I still kind of kind of do. I used, used to, to thought. I used to think, damn it, um, <laughs> that it was it was brilliant in the way, because you can't do this anymore. You can't take a beloved cartoon that's been on TV for, for, for seasons, yeah. that kids have an attachment to all the characters. Yeah. This was kind of brown... Groundbreaking, groundbreaking, groundbreaking. Uh, if you haven't seen the the original, this the Transformers the movie, because basically what they did, they took all of the characters you know and love from the from the TV <laughs> show for the last three or four years, how many seasons is on, and then they killed them they all, massacred within them. like the first like. Okay, so on the cartoon, there was a lot of shooting going on. Nobody ever hit. It was like GI Joe or Star Wars. Exactly. Like, no one ever really ever hit each hit. other. They're always hiding behind rocks, and even if maybe they got hit, it was always kind of played off. But people like the guns in that Transformers movie act like actual guns. Like oh, all yeah. you need is one shot to the chest, uh-huh. and then your eyes roll back in your head. Well, dude, there's the one shot where uh, where Megatron comes into the ship, dude, and the dude's like kind of grabbing it, and Megatron just no. like maims and shoots. Fucking him. point blank range. Fucking cold blood. That movie traumatized me as a child. Yeah. Uh, but I had great respect for it because I was like, man, they they had you got to have balls to do that to take all your characters, all the toys that you know you built and sold, and then just wipe them all out. Oh yeah, and who, who cares about the psychological effects of all the <laughs> all the eight year olds in the audience? I was one of them. I think I asked you, have you ever seen the animated GI Joe movie? I haven't. Oh, okay, because they kind of did something along those same lines. Yeah, they they kill off Cobra Commander. <sighs> yeah, did they really? Yeah, Cobra Commander, Duke. Interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, those, those characters. Get... And those aren't even robots. They, I know, right? <laughs> They're, they're, they're drawings. They were Joel. real American they're, they're heroes. Still, they're still drawings. Oh, they're real to me. <laughs> but now, anyway, so all that to say, I thought it was genius. That was great, and I, and I still do too. In, in essence, but now I'm a little cynical and older. Yeah. And now I just see so it as like just a, a commercial, a fucking cash grab, man. It's like, just a commercial. They had sold all the Optimus Primes they could, and now they're gonna they're gonna double dip, and now you want to buy Ultra Magnus and Rodimus Prime. But it didn't work. Yeah, you don't think the so? The fans didn't fall. They didn't go for it as far as the show goes. The show did not last long after the animated movie. That is true. It went for like a season. They weren't they weren't getting the numbers. Nobody liked those characters. I just didn't uh, or maybe they didn't give him a chance because I I was one of those where it was like I was so jaded by the uh, by the, the movie I was like it's, fuck these guys fuck Transformers it's so funny like how badass Optimus Prime is and you're like man and he turns into a fucking an eighteen wheeler right and you're like that's badass and then like Hot Rod gets the Matrix of Leadership and becomes Rodimus <laughs> Prime and he turns into like a soccer he's van. an Aerostar <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking mini van it's like that is not that does not translate no that does not translate it's all curvy uh not yeah. in a good way no. No, no, not in a good way. This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. I'm Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies like we have been for the past, like, five minutes. <laughs> it's Transformers. Uh, a lot of times, they are horrible movies. Sometimes they're just movies that haven't been given the proper due. And uh, whatever the case is, we'll watch them and then come here to this forum to discuss it with each other and uh, with you, our uh, Editing Bay listeners. Oh, I thought you were pointing at and, Jeff. And then you can... And, and, you, and Jeff. you, Jeff. We discuss them with you. And then you can always kind of chime back in with us uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, just go to Facebook, look up the editing bay in the search bar, the woman with the bleeding eyes, that's us. Mm-hmm. And you can go ahead and talk back, uh, bring up some points if we missed anything, uh, or, you know, movies that you'd like us to talk about in the future. You can always uh, type that in. Uh, or you can talk back to us on Twitter. That's right. It's at the editing bay. So this week, uh, I kind of, I had a plan that kind of fell through again, what? just like last week. What was your plan? We were supposed to have guests. We were supposed to have a guest last oh, week to talk yeah. about Porky's. Uh, and then this week we were supposed to have a guest as well eh. because it was going to be relevant to something that's going on here in the Metroplex in the next couple of months. Um, but no matter, 
This is uh, it was still a movie that was worth us taking a look at. Oh, dude! As far as far as this podcast is concerned, in our mission statement, this movie is right up there. <laughs> we don't need no stinking guests. They just slow us down this week, Joe. That's There's too much right. to talk about. That's absolutely right. The movie that we're talking about this week, uh, based on a Stephen King oh, or Richard Bachman short yeah. story. For those of you who don't know, Stephen King went by a, a pseudonym His for a while. His nom de plume. Yeah, uh, which was Richard Bachman. And under this name, Richard Bachman, he wrote a short story called The Running Man. Mm-hmm. And th- they decided to make a movie of this. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a movie of people dancing, just doing The Running just Man. Just doing The Running Man? the entire... Yeah, and Should've shaking his head. And, and then and then you you kind of as you're watching this movie you realize as Sarah pointed out when we were watching it last night, um, wow, the Hunger Games totally stole their idea from Stephen King, and that is exactly what Jenna said because I was watching it with her and she was like, oh, Katniss and Peeta are uh, going to go to level two. It looks like, huh? Yes. Uh, so the Running Man. It, it starts off and we've got a uh, a character named Ben Richards, uh, who's a, a helicopter pilot, and mm-hmm. he's supposed to be like you know quelling a, a riot or whatever, and the authorities that are speaking into his ear are telling him, hey, use all force, deadly force, use deadly force. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. There's no weapons. There's innocent women and children down there. I'm not going to do it. Uh, the, it his uh, co-pilot is ordered to try to take him down. Mm-hmm. And so then this fist fight ensues in the helicopter. On a helicopter. Huh? Unsafe, folks. <laughs> yeah, very unsafe. Don't try that at I home. think the last thing I'd want to do is try to fuck with the guy who's driving the helicopter. Especially when it looks like Arnold. Yeah. Six foot four. Young Arnold. Austrian. Yeah, looking smooth. Dude looked young. <laughs> and that's, that's Sarah kept pointing out. She's like, he looks so good. He's such a good looking young man. Yeah. Jenna was asking me, she was like, how, how old do you think he is in this movie? And I was like, you could say 18 or you could say 55. And he, either would be true. Yeah. But I'm, I'm probably sure mid 30s, right? I'm pretty sure he was, he was probably late in his 20s? early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. Okay. That's what I, I I'd say that's probably. Uh, roundabout. Yeah. Uh, so he ends up getting incarcerated, right. and we, sh- we, should we say, get a whole bunch of gadgets. Oh, you want to say like? Well, when? I just want to say because the riot that he was uh, he was trying to, to to stop. He'd been ordered to, to kill all these people uh, because we're we're in po- post apocalyptic. Um, we're in the year. We're <laughs> the distant future. Well, okay, <laughs> we are in the 1987 version of a dystopian 2017. That's right. That looks an awful lot like 1987. It does. Even the, the, the helicopter, like the radar, it looks like an Atari 2600 everything, game. Everything is and so like, dated. 1,500 uh, civilians down there, and they just look like little blocks. Yeah. It's like you can't tell. There's no, there's no heads-up display, as would be in Halo. Um, but because there, the, there's a, a nice cr- crawl, a text crawl at the beginning of the movie explaining what year it is, and that man, shit has hit the fan in those 30 years, right? Oh, yeah. There's no more... F- Food, or there's a food shortage oil. of food. Shortage of food and oil. Uh, the government's cracked down, and they've abolished all, all art, music, yes. and uh, and anything that would be worth living for. Everything's been outlawed. One would assume, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's yeah. Like, it's like what? What's that story? Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, the the the. God damn it! The the the. Fucking Use your equilibrium, words. equilibrium. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Emotions. Keep your emotions. Emotions and you know art were all outlawed and mm-hmm. stuff. Makes no sense. I feel. I feel like equilibrium kind of did that a little bit better though. Oh, than this movie. The, the outlawing of like art and stuff because they never really actually touch on that ever again. No. And then isn't the the Maria Chiquita Ala, Consuelo Maria Rodriguez Conchita Alonso? Yeah. Her character. 1987's Selma Hayek. Yeah, or Penelope Cruz is <laughs> yeah. what I would have said. Uh, same thing. She she's spunky. Um, but it wasn't her profession like uh, doing something with with music. 
Fuck if I know. And I was like, already off the bat, they're breaking their own rules. I don't know what she was doing. I have no idea because she still worked. Everyone worked in this one building where the running man was being filled. (laughs) Like everybody worked there. Even the resistance, it turns out, isn't too far away. (laughs) Yes. Right there in their own back door. Uh, All right. So Arnold, uh, yeah, this takes place in 2017. And the the (laughs) one thing that like every, the one show everyone can agree on is The Running Man, mm-hmm. which is run by, uh, like, if you've ever watched The Family Feud back in the day, Dude. Uh, Richard Dawson, who used to host it, who passed away back in 2012. Uh, oh, that recently. Yeah, oh, I, I thought, it, I thought he ago. passed away a long time ago as well. Me too. But yeah, it was, uh, 2012 was when he passed away. Oh. Uh, but he, they got him for this for this movie to play the host, uh, what was it, Damon? Damien? Uh, Killian. 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 I thought his, I can't remember what his first name oh, was. Oh, yeah, Damon Killian. Da- Damon Killian. Sorry. And he, he's the host of the run, not just the host, but like the producer, the director. Like he's the he Ryan did, Seacrest he does everything. of the running man. Yeah, does everything involved in this show. And the show is all about like taking, uh, you know, convicts and making them run for their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to basically survive this this game show, uh, which I mean, man, they based a video game on this Smash TV. American Gladiators American apparently Gladiators. was uh, was birthed because of this movie. Yeah, or the idea. So uh, so Schwarzenegger gets incarcerated and he meets up with some guys and they actually break out of prison. Mm-hmm. And like, there's it takes. I couldn't remember it. I did not. I didn't. I didn't remember it taking this. I can't fucking speak, man. It's, okay. it's been a long fucking day. I'm the one drinking re- beer. Recording over here. at eight o'clock is just killing me. Sorry. Uh, Last so, time. No, no, no. Uh, they he breaks out of prison, and there's so much time that passes between like the beginning of this movie and when they finally get into the Running Man, the actual game. Yeah. Uh huh. And so they he, they catch him. He gets arrested, and they put him into the show. Uh, and and he's actually forced to do it. They they say like we caught your buddies, and we're gonna put them on unless you volunteer to go in. Mm-hmm. So he volunteers to go in. They end up throwing his buddies in there anyway. Uh-huh. Weiss Weiss and and Layton or whatever the hell their names are. <laughs> you remember better than I do. Uh, and I called them nerdy guy and black guy. <laughs> nerdy guy and the, black, and the guy from I Alien. Only see stereotypes. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know how much more setup you need. It's that's pretty much it. I mean, that, there's a resistance led by Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and his name in this is Mick. Yeah, his yeah. number one guy is Dweezil Zappa. Dweezil Zappa. Uh-huh. A young Dweezil Zappa. He's like a child. Yeah. So this, this, you know, we talk constantly in the past, we've talked constantly about how movies are like time capsules. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely one of those situations. In, in what way? This, it's a time capsule of 1987. Oh, oh, Like yeah. what was popular in 87, mm-hmm. boom, we've put it into this movie. All the hairstyles. All the hairstyles, the clothing, mm-hmm. uh, everything. Like the, the vending machines, the technology, the phones. Like yeah. Every, nothing, you know, the, and I think I was talking last night about this. The thing that makes... Something like the Hunger Games, because Sarah was like, do you think that in about 20 years we'll look back on the Hunger Games and it'll look totally dated? And I went, no, because they were smart with what they did with the Hunger Games, the story. If you think about how people are dressed like in the different districts, okay. they're dressed like miners or it's, they're dressed like like frontiersmen. Like, yes. It's so old <laughs> like that it couldn't be dated to 2013 or 2014. And we've had a little bit of a taste of the future, so we all know that we're, we're not going to be wearing plastic clothes in the future. Right. It's not all, yeah, and our cars aren't going to be big and clunky, and our, our phones aren't going to have cords on them anymore. Right. I love that Richard Dawson's phone, it, it looks futuristic, and it's still got it's the got curly the cord. It's got the curly cord like, on really, it. you guys didn't have the foresight? I uh-huh. mean, but really, like, none of these movies that, 
picture, you know, the future, I have thought of the internet, and really that's... No, and but they tried, man. They You could tell with, like, the establishing shot of L.A., they tried so hard to rip off Ridley Scott and Blade oh, yeah. Runner. Oh, yeah. But they couldn't afford much more than just a matte painting and, like, a big, like, a, a superimposed big screen. <laughs> like, yes. that was, that's basically it. Yeah, every time they cut away to, like, outside of the, the auditorium, because it all takes place, you know, in this self-encapsulated yes. where the running games happen, but they have to show that it has global appeal, or at least national appeal. So they've got this one, yeah, big screen set up outside. At least it's in widescreen, so at least they had that foresight. <laughs> right. Um, but it's the same, like, 30, you know, minorities, disheveled minorities <laughs> watching. And it's like, wow, really, really uh, a, a, a small dystopian world that you painted for yourself. Here. Yeah. Uh, so Schwarzenegger, what what was the plan? Like, he broke out of prison. What was the plan? There was something <laughs> involving his brother. He was supposed to go and catch up with his brother. He, he was finding his brother. He broke into the apartment that he thought his brother lived in. Surprise, Maria Chiquita Consuelo Maria Rodriguez. Maria Conchita is Alonso. Alonso, sorry. Who's doing aerobics in her lingerie. Yeah. Which was weird. Watching. Like, uh, watching the news. No, watching. Right? What's his name? Captain Freedom. Oh, Captain Freedom, his workout. <laughs> what's the actor's name? Uh, uh, Jesse Vesh- the Body Ventura. Ventura. Oh, my God. Listen, you guys, you want to have abs like me? You want a perfect body like this? <laughs> my name is Captain Freedom. No pain, no gain. That's right. The, the, don't believe what the liberal media wants you to do. <laughs> They're all lizard people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what? What? I mean, I, I'm trying to, trying to remember the stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. So leading into this, you know, Schwarzenegger goes in. And uh, he breaks into the apartment that used to belong to his brother. Find out that Maria Conchita Alonso lives there now. Amber. Mm. We'll call her Amber. Amber Mendez. And uh, and so he's trying to figure out where the hell his brother is. Turns out that he was uh, incarcerated. He was, he was brought in for re-education, mm-hmm. which seems like it's a bad thing. Never is good when yeah. uh, they're using a... So he a threatens statement. her and basically tries to use her to flee the country to go to like Hawaii yeah. which isn't really fleeing the country but no whatever. and also when you're when you're hiding from the cops um one of the things you don't want to do when you're trying to blend in first of all he's like a 6 foot 4 austrian dude <laughs> yes. and then he's wearing a bright as fuck hawaiian t-shirt and like a a, a white hat oh yeah like in the, in the sea of like six one dudes yeah. in norm core basically uh-huh. yeah. it's like i don't think you quite you don't, you don't blend, blend in. in. You don't quite know how to blend in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole time, he's got, like, his hand on the back of her neck, like, threatening to snap it if she tries to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, this little four-foot-nothing chick still fights her way away from <laughs> right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Good game plan. Gets him arrested again, and that's where he gets stuck to stuck in the show. Well, she's watching TV a little bit later, and they're doing the news story on what happened at the airport, and she finds out, like, oh, my gosh, you know, the government is lying about this stuff because they talk about all these casualties, mm-hmm. the people that he shot up. And she's like, that's not true. That's all lies. So now she's realizing she's made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I guess she decides to take it upon herself to investigate and get, like, the – to try to find the raw video files. Right. Uh, well, she works in the building. She's yeah. got clearance. Why not? Get, well, not she doesn't quite have clearance, though, because she ends up getting caught right. and thrown into the game as well. Yeah. <laughs> and now – who everybody they, has to survive. Who will they not throw into this game? They throw everybody. Like I feel like if the janitor has a bad day, like he's going to be in the. The janitor did game. have a bad. Oh, that's day. right. At the Remember beginning. that he came in. He put. It, he like spilled his bucket on Richard Dawson's shoes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, don't worry, it's all good, it's okay. And then he tells his assistant, if he's mopping floors tomorrow, you're, you're going to be, be mopping the floors. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's get into the game. Yes, let's. And and I don't think it took too long to like. They do the setup. I felt, and like, it, 15, I felt like it minutes. took a little too long. I don't think we needed like the. The, the prison break? I don't think we needed the initial prison break. Yeah? Well, you have to show that like these guys were 
Oh, did we ever really find out what he was in prison for, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, for they. Oh, they oh pinned, it, was, it was it was the helicopter. They pinned thing. all right, that stuff right. on him. No, the other yeah. guys, though, did we? Did no, we the other guys, we never too? really found out what they were in for. Yeah, I'd feel like we could have just had a failed prison break and then just had him get caught. I felt like the Maria Conchita Alonso character mm-hmm. did not matter. She no. really didn't matter because you already had the Mick Fleetwood character who was collecting data. Yeah, you could have already had him or one of his guys kind of find the raw video footage. And then, you know, expose Richard Dawson. Yeah. Th- this was still when we were in the phase of w- there always has to be a there love has interest. has to be a love in- like, Oh, my This is God. a hard R. This is a dude movie. It's action. It's sci-fi. And yet somewhere there's some studio execs saying, how are we going to get the, the ladies into the seats? We've got to have a female protagonist that they can. I mean, that's not for them. They don't care. No. no. And I don't believe for, for them. a second that Schwarzenegger and Maria Chiquita are going to. No. I mean, I'm going to touch on that later. They don't have much chemistry. I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. Yeah. But. Uh, just right off the bat, Richard Dawson is absolutely fantastic. He's the fucking best. I love him. He's magnificent. And apparently, as I was doing a little reading up, and they said this was his last movie that he ever did. Yeah, it is. Uh, I didn't realize that there were other films. That yeah, he did. he did other films. He was in Hogan's Heroes. What? Yeah, he was one of the characters in Hogan's Heroes. Like the TV show? Yeah. Uh, I had no idea. Oh, I, yeah. I only knew him as the game show host. Oh, wow. Which is why I figured, oh, who do you get to? He did a lot of TV. He did a lot All of right. TV acting. All right. Um, Before my time. But his character, Killian, is everywhere in this fucking movie. Like, yeah, it's you will never pin him down into one place, which kind of confused me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not so much when I was a kid and I first saw this, but now watching it, I'm watching him as he's hosting the show. But then, like, there'll be stuff going on and, like, Schwarzenegger will have taken somebody out. Right. And then we'll cut back and he's in, like, the production truck. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing in the production truck? <laughs> yeah. Like you should be out there right now hosting this show. Yeah, that's a full time job. Something major has just happened, so you should be on stage going, "Oh no, mm-hmm. we'll be right back." We need some commentators. Or, yeah, exactly, yeah. something like that. And that, I kind of feel like that was what was missing. If I if I were to not to jump ahead too much, yeah. if I were to remake this movie, I would kind of like an ongoing like a commentary team. You want to separate that character yeah, into two? Exactly. But he just makes such a great villain and. He's so I don't care because the more screen time he has, he's just like eating it up. Yeah, and obviously he has the game show host thing down. Uh huh. Um, I love the bit that like this is the only one of the only times that I remember where Schwarzenegger had somebody who had a comeback for the "I'll be back" line. Oh yeah, where he, he's he's like, "Hey, Killian, I'll be back," and uh, Killian kind of gives him a look and then he goes. Only, Only in the reruns. Yep, I love done. that line. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a fantastic line. And if I didn't know better, since I, you know I'd seen Terminator, I would have sworn like, oh, this is where I'll be back comes from. Right. Because there was actually a legit comeback from a villain with that. And nobody else, I, I can't remember any other movie where someone has had a a, a legit, like just kind of a That's comeback. That's true, because usually the joke is just that, oh, we're saying it, we're alluding to Terminator, yeah. and then they don't really address it aside from that. Uh-huh. It's like, all right, we get it, fine. Right. You t- you've now taken me out of the movie by quoting <laughs> another movie right. that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in. Yeah. But, yeah, well, oh well. Um, okay, so... So yeah, so the way the way it works, they're on the level. They've got the audience, the live audience there, but getting pumped up, and they, they the, the, the prisoners get into these little pods, these caged pods, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they're sent to fucking China through, through Wet and Wild, like for, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like Wet and Wild without the water. But forever, they're like so they go, they're shot down these tubes into the arena, which f- it feels like it's at the core, the center of the earth, yeah, because it goes on forever. It does feel like it does go on forever, and I kind of I gotta give you like it does feel like it's like the core of the earth because this movie is very claustrophobic. Yeah, there's such a claustrophobic, and you could tell they filmed all of it like soundstage. in a soundstage, you, in, in, you know, in a studio, and just tried to mask everything mm-hmm. because 
There's no way they could go and shoot this stuff out it's on the street. Very streets. dark. A lot yeah. of dark backdrops. Um, well, I guess they're underground. They're, <laughs> we're, we're kind of underground, but then you find out like there's there's the sky. There's some sky. This there's is what sky. I'm saying. Where are they? Yeah, I have no idea. And this is where something like like what they do at the beginning of Escape from New York, mm-hmm. where a voice, just a a a, a, an, a disembodied voice, mm-hmm. just like kind of describes everything that's going on and the geography of the location. That's what I think they should have done here. And I have a feeling I think they did. At some point, they talk about it, it's like forty-two city blocks or or whatever. Oh, uh, that does sound familiar. But, and and I'm pretty sure there was a where they did like a little bit of an overlay, but it wasn't as effective in this movie. Uh, is this the movie that really kicked off Schwarzenegger in the one-liners? You know, oh my God, you're reading my mind because that's what I was going to bring up next. I don't remember him being as James Bondy as he is in, in this, this one. Like every single per- you know. This this movie kind of plays out like a video game. There are uh-huh. layers. There are boss battles. There's there's villains. <laughs> it's like Scott Pilgrim. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> um, and every time he offs one, there's at least one. Sometimes uh, he does two. Oh yeah. Like with uh, who's the the pyro guy? Flame of uh, uh, oh shit. God, fire, Jim, Jim fi- Brown. F- yeah, firebird or flamethrower. Yeah. Whatever. Jim Brown plays uh, fireball. Fireball. There you go. He's got a <laughs> Jeff's mouthing the words over here. Um, yeah, he's he's got a flamethrower, and he finally offs him. And I think the first line is uh, when he says that here. you're doing it, it completely defeats the purpose of you whispering. <laughs> sorry, it. sorry. I know. I, I like it to out call loud. it out. I like to <laughs> just say it I like out to loud. Have Jeff, I like to include him somehow because he, he can't talk. I'm his it's voice. It's your crutch. It's okay. But he says, um, "How how about a light?" Like before, because he th- throws the flare at him and it yeah. goes up in flames. And then uh, at, even as he's walking out of the arena. What a hothead. What a hothead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where, what happened to, uh, who's the guy with the chainsaw? Oh, yeah. What happened to Buzzsaw? He had to split. He had to split. <laughs> he had to split. <laughs> and then uh, the first guy, the, the hockey playing Sub-Zero. Okay, yeah, no, 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 this one. You want to do it? <laughs> this one, so, okay, first he has like a little one-liner when he kills him. Right. But then he scre- he says this, and I don't know if you caught on to this line, mm-hmm. but it was one, it, it totally made me do like the confused puppy head tilt. Oh, yeah. When he's like, Killian! Sub zero, right now, just plain zero. Yeah, which plain is, zero is actually is actually better than sub zero. <laughs> above a bigger, <laughs> that a is, larger number. That is a graduation. <laughs> and I, I just you're said, now I in the like, black. I was like, wow, where you were in the red. Plain zero is regular than sub zero. Right, it's, it's right. It's better. It's better than than. But sub-zero. what do you say instead? Sub zero now. Even colder. <laughs> or you just don't <laughs> just say don't anything. do the fucking lines. Yes. Up. Yeah, they kind of. They did. They seemed. I don't want to say they seemed out of place because no, they fit in with the, they, the they, theme of this. They movie. fit in with the theme of this movie. It's just that there's so many, yeah, and they happen like constantly. You're, like you're waiting for them. Yeah. Like, all right. This and now, and now we have our, our our theme down. This guy dies, and then what's the line? Gonna it's be? it speaks to the anemic nature of this script. That it's it's so very thin, was, and there really isn't a whole lot going on. That it almost screams of like we need to throw a filler in here. Do we know what Stephen King thought of the final outcome? I don't. I don't because know. This was a short story, right? This yeah. wasn't like a yeah. okay. So it, I'm sure he'll. I don't, I'm assuming like he cares less maybe about some of his short stories. Pro- yeah, probably. With or at this... least you can take some liberty. Shawshank Redemption was a short story, and yeah. then they stretched the fuck out of that to make him an epic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody can deny that that's that's, that's not a bad fantastic. film. No, but that's he a fantastic he famously movie. hated The Shining. He he Didn't hated like the, the Shining. Well, the Shining is way different than what he wrote. Absolutely, that, that is it's not like the book. That's Stanley Kubrick's Shining, and it's a fantastic movie. I think it's a fantastic movie for what it is. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. 
but I could see where Stephen King wasn't pleased with it. Yeah, because there's so much stuff, Took some liberties, so much subversive stuff that that Kubrick put in. But that's yeah. when you get Stanley to make a movie. Sure, that's what he's gonna fucking he's gonna do. Put with his it. his stank on it exactly. So, but I don't know. Like I could see him being on board with this, except for the little one liners, and I don't know if he was going for a more serious tone. Uh, I don't think so, though. This seemed like it was all parody. You know, it was, of course, it was. It was all. Uh, well, he, he's good about that. Lampooning kind of what was going on in society at Did the you, time. You know, it was the TV nation. Yes. Uh, everybody was glued to their TVs. And, and kind of kind of the statement that uh, that uh, Romero was trying to make with Dawn of the Dead, mm. where with all the zombies in the mall, I kind of feel like this is touching on a very similar subject that, like, you know, if you, if you throw it, whatever you throw on TV, no matter how ridiculous it is, no matter how bad it is, people will sit and they will watch it and they'll buy it. And kind of prescient. But, yeah, exactly. In a way. Because here we are 30 years later, and reality TV is over 50% of... Yes, and not it that it's all bad, and we're not killing but, each other. But we never... There was never... No one ever thought about reality TV back in 1987, mm. 1985. Nobody was thinking about reality TV. I mean, reality TV was game shows. There were game shows. That was yeah. it. Uh, like, the gong show was as reality oh, as yeah. reality TV got. Now, I mean, we, we seriously are giving... Stephen King and The Running Man's 2017 a run for its yeah. money with and, the reality TV shows that we've got. And let me clarify, not that I have an issue with reality TV I don't think anybody's going to hold you to task for no, that. No, 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 because there's some great reality TV show and some game show. Like I'm, I Dancing was, with the Stars. Mm, I, mean, I, watched, I watched Dancing with People the Stars. People like that. I actually do love uh, So You Think You Can Dance because that's great because it's art. Uh, and, the, and the same thing with Survivor. Survivor's a well-produced show. Um, and it's really more about like human interaction and and uh, you know society on a, on a smaller scale, right? Um, and I kind of feel like there there were some some issues in here that he was he was he was telling a, an extreme story, taking it so far beyond believability, and yet at the core there there's some like all right, well I could see where we're kind of because. Even the yes. Richard Dawson character touches on it at the very end when yeah. Sh- when Schwarzenegger's stalking him around the cart, right. and he's talking about like, what's wrong with you? This is just entertainment, entertainment, it's wrestling, and sports, right. and, and this. And he starts listing off things. And it's like, wow, you know, this <laughs> this film, you know, for for all of its cheesy schlock, is it, it is pretty uh, uh, relevant. Yes, B- because in order to get to this this fictional world where we're we're killing people on 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 TV. You have to first. You have to lose empathy. You have to dehumanize for, for the characters. You exactly, have to dehumanize them. And I kind of feel like there's some shows where we do that now. Absolutely, all those Real Housewife shows with uh-huh. their caricatures, and these are people's lives. Yeah, and we're kind of. I'm saying we're. I'm using the pejorative we're. I I, I understand. <laughs> Not you and I, Jim. It's the, the royal we. That's right. That's right. Um, and that's kind of like step one is to see actual people as a, a commodity, as a product, uh-huh. and not as humans. And then steps five through six. It sends Sub-Zero after and them. step three, profit. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, Sub-Zero. Collect underpants. Sub-Zero. He was, of all of the, of all the boss battles, uh, first of all, he was the first one, and it was so quick. It, like, was, it was, so, was over before did it you started. Rec- did you recognize him? No. The sumo wrestler? Remember the, uh, that movie we watched called The Perfect Weapon? The guy who had, the guy who had the flowers in his pockets, and oh, he would the, lay them on people before he killed who them. Who didn't speak a line? That was him. Well, of course, because yeah. where else are you going to find a big sumo wrestler looking guy? Who can ice skate? Who has an agent and a SAG <laughs> card? Yeah, who, that's the other thing too. Just the the complete and utter dichotomy of you know, here's the fattest, most you know. Uh, he wasn't the, the last fattest. Guy so there to was Dynamo. Skates. Dynamo was the fattest. True. 
Yeah. Very true. Uh-huh. Uh, wearing his uh, his his suit of light bright. <laughs> his, his gladiatorial <laughs> light bright. I have issues with how they handle Dynamo. You didn't like... Is it the I, uh, the opera singing? This is... Well, no, you know what? It's not even the opera singing. I like that he had a gimmick. I love that everyone had a gimmick. Yeah. And I think this is the professional wrestling fan in me. That, like, I love that everyone had a cheesy gimmick and stuff. That That's totally fine. Uh, I guess from a narrative standpoint, I had a problem with the fact that, you know, Dynamo and Buzzsaw, I think it was Dynamo and Buzzsaw coming after them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Dynamo was spared by Schwarzenegger. And I kind of right. would have preferred maybe he end up being like a, a tipping force to kind of like help the resistance hmm. once he finds out like he was spared by this guy. That would have been nice. Maybe, maybe what I've been te- what I've been told is lies hmm. since he spared me, and you know we can kind of get a little. You know, I'm always trying to find like a little bit of depth, right? And make you know how characters. fun to maybe make that character. Uh, you know, we, we we redeem that character a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, now he knows that this guy isn't a bad guy, and so he kind of he's held he's decides to help the resistance from within. I thought they were going to do that with the Jesse Ventura, the the, the Captain Freedom Captain character. Freedom. Because he's the one, like, from the beginning, he's like, you know, he's, he's retired, right? Yeah. They bring him out of retirement when, uh-huh. when Schwarzenegger's killing When everyone else is dead. And I love the scene where he shows up and he's got the crazy, like, metal yes. suit on. He's like, I'm not fucking wearing this out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this gimmicky bullshit. Yeah, but we have enough of his, We see kind of, like, behind the scenes his conflict. He would have been the perfect character to be like, all right, Schwarzenegger, let's go. Let's, yeah. let's get elected mayor. And uh-huh. then we'll take this shitty down. Or governor. I guess they were both governors. So. <laughs> they, yeah, they were. Yeah. We'll uh, so at least somebody. But it seemed to be a little more, uh, <laughs> it would have been more appropriate <laughs> if it was Dynamo. Instead, we just had this weird thing where Dynamo catches back up with Maria Conchita Alonso. <laughs> tries to rape her. And tries to rape her. In the ha- and I'm like, well, that's, yeah. why? Why not just kill him then? Yeah. If you're going to kill this character off, why not kill him originally? Now he has to die. Yeah, now he has to die. Instead, you let him live. Mm-hmm. And then you wasted potential of doing something interesting with a character. Instead, you did something stereotypical sure. for a movie like well, that. Well, they had to get him somewhere where water could douse him and he could be electrocuted by I, his own, I hoisted guess. by his own petard. I guess so, man. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so there is this entire thing, like, while they're running around in the Running Man so arena. So much running. There, so much running. Well, I mean, it's in the title. Yeah. <laughs> so they they end up... Uh, Weiss and uh, and what's his name? Layton is it? Yeah, Laughlin. Weiss Laughlin. and Laughlin. They see these these satellite relays, and they're like, "Wait a minute, we can we could trace the signal or whatever, and then we could tag into it. All I need to do is hack this thing." And so there's this whole like B plot of trying to like hack the the satellite signal yeah. so they could get it to mix for the resistance for la resistance la resistance. Um. And everything, according to that, kind of just comes together very conveniently. Oh, yeah. It's it's so incredibly convenient that it was one of those things that I just wasn't even keying in on. Yeah. he's He hacks, he gets some numbers and then passes them along to Marie Chiquita right before who, he who dies. memorizes them all perfectly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, she she's told them once and then gets electrocuted, <laughs> but still manages to remember all stress. this stuff. And I was, whenever this happens in movies, I always kind of, like, play along. Uh-huh. Like, I I, te- I play the home game. I do the same thing. I test myself, be like, okay, could I have remembered all those numbers in the sequences? And I forgot them. I remember there were two 17s near the end, and that's all I got. But, she yeah, she's able to remember that. And then she's also able to uh, smuggle out, kind of jumping to the end here. Smuggle out uh, the, some the video, video file. The actual video. Okay. So where, where did you hide that? Okay. <laughs> Am I correct in assuming that 
Arnold was insinuating that she fucking keistered that. Why not? Or shoved it up her, her vajayjay. Uh, of course. Because she kind of gives him a... Of course. He says that. He's like, where were you hiding that? Because she's in the skin-tight suit that uh-huh. all the other oh, uh, yeah, runners yeah, yeah. are in. She kind of gives him a sly look, and she's like, what does she say? None of your business. None of your business. None of your business. None of your business. There you go. Um, yeah, and that was that was something that, that struck me. Awkward. So, so wait... You you hold this woman hostage, mm-hmm. and you threaten to snap her neck if she makes any noise. She ends up getting you arrested, and you get put on this nightmare of a game show. Now, I get, like, okay, she gets thrown in as well, so you've got to work together to try to survive. Right. But this whole, like, budding romance, yeah. and to kind of now touch back on what we were talking about before, like, there's no chemistry. Not only is there no chemistry, there's absolutely no fucking reason that these two become romantically involved at all. Forget romance or chemistry. At what point does Arnold, as he's dragging her around the levels down there, and she's fighting him the entire time, she's, ah, let me go, and like, what are you doing? Where are we going? Like, at what point do you just fucking leave her ass to die? <laughs> <laughs> Use her as bait for dynamo or fireball or one of the guys. Right. Because she is being no help. No. She's the guy, chick who got you in this problem in the first place. Right. Maybe she's seen the light, but fuck if I care. It's, it's, it's you know. But, but dog eat dog world. But now. they're, they're but they're flo- like he's watched two of his friends get murdered horribly. <laughs> his brother he just found out like the day before is gone yeah. to God knows, Who knows where. where. They're in this nightmare of a situation. He's like at the mercy of this of this rebellion, this this leader that he really doesn't know anything about and didn't get along with when he met him the first time. Yeah. And now he's just sitting there, and suddenly he just kind of t- he's smoking his chomping it on his cigar, right. and he's going to lead this resistance team. He's all in, and he's flirting with this woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you flirting? Like this situation is dire. This isn't like you know. Oh, all right, well now we can we can, no 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 no. This is horrible. What's happened to you is horrible, <laughs> and you should go to like some kind of therapy yeah. or counseling. Maybe that's how he copes with the with the trauma. Is to flirt with a woman. Well, and, and also and make references to her vagina and 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 quipping little one liners after he offs somebody. Like he's fucking Spider Man. He's got to see the comedy and everything. I guess he's so. Pagliacci. He's the sad clown, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I love their ice cream. <laughs> it's Pachuco. Um, <laughs> Okay, so as long as we're talking about the video, uh, this is a, this is a this is one of the few things that I feel like this movie got right about the future, uh-huh. or at least are we, are we are we gonna jump into that, or is that just future. is this just a side thing? Well, they do it a couple of times. Okay. It's a bit of an aside, okay. um, but they they we're we're introduced to the concept that they can manipulate. Video. Yes, they're swapping faces. They uh-huh. have footage of. In fact, I mean, yeah, they touch on that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. use they use. Where a... Kurt Fuller, the Kurt Fuller character, yeah, is like superimposing Arnold's face on a stunt double or whatever. They use it initially in order to frame him for the whole helicopter. What do they call it? What's the massacre called? The the Bakersfield Bakers, massacre. Yeah, Bakersfield massacre. So they're taking the exact same footage that was captured. First of all. So this is this is supposed to be like where were these cameras? Security cam footage, and yet there's there's unbelievable coverage of everywhere. There's a shot from outside the helicopter as it's firing on the crowd. There's shots from in the crowd, like POV, yeah. on, you know, ground level. This is a this is a well produced security cam system that they have in the in the future. So I'm impressed by that. It's like the God's Eye from Furious Seven. It is. It like, just taps into everybody's cameras, phone cameras. Traffic cams. It's a little bit like that. So it's, yeah, it's like a fully produced movie sequence. Uh-huh. Uh, not a lot of foresight there, but I, I uh, maybe they have that technology. Who knows? We have drones now, so there could be floating cameras. Who knows? I feel like they missed an opportunity with this movie with it being a game show and there being, like, 
you would think there'd be a lot more sponsorship stuff flying around that oh, they'd yeah. have played around, almost like RoboCop with all the like fake ads and there stuff. There you go. We'd have gotten a little bit more Verhoeven with Drudge it. Ju- Drudge Jeff. Dr- Judge Judy. Judge. <laughs> <laughs> I am the law. Why am uh, I swapping the first letters of words? I have today? no That's idea, the man. Third time I've done this. Maybe you're having a stroke. I might be. Do you smell that toast burning? I do. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the I thought maybe they could have played ar- around a little bit more with sponsorships, though, and like like their running man suits. It's a good like, idea. Could have had like sponsorships labeled on them. Uh, or they whatever. did. They were made by Adidas. They were, yeah, that's it that? though. <laughs> but that's it. I'm imagining them looking like NASCARs, right? Like just like stuff plastered all over. Yeah. And they could have played on that a little bit more. It, that's where I feel like this movie kind of missed out on an opportunity to be a little bit more satirical, right? Uh, where it it. It just kind of it missed it missed just a little well, bit. It missed in that aspect. There's enough satire to go around though. Just no, the whole concept. There's enough satire. I guess I'm looking at stuff to you know something a little bit more uh, subtle. I guess for the for sure. lack of a better word, because the satire in this movie is in your face. Oh yeah, it beat you over the head. Uh, yeah. Whereas like if the, you saw like just kind of ads tossed on there and stuff, I'd have been like, oh, that's a nice little <laughs> touch because that's something that they did in Idiocracy. If you remember that movie, like they had yes. like people's clothes, they had sponsorships on it and stuff. And I think that's brilliant. You know, that that's we're not too far from that now. Yeah. Schwarzenegger would be brought to you by Carl's Jr. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he had the same colors. Fuck you, Carl's Jr. Fuck you. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen Idiocracy, please see that movie. Carl's Jr. Fuck, Fuck you. you. I'm eating. <laughs> I'm baiting. Go away, I'm baiting. Uh, I need to watch that again. I love that your child has been has been given up to the custody of Carl's Jr. <laughs> you are an unfit parent. <laughs> oh my god. Lawyer. <laughs> oh, I want to quote so many lines, but they're so I wrong. Know, I know, right? The Justin Long doctor character. Yes, <laughs> this in your butt and this in your mouth. Wait. No. Uh what's funny is I saw something else. There was another movie that kind of did that, another movie or a TV show that ended up kind of stealing that whole bit about put this in your mouth, put this in your butt. Hmm. Wait, I think I got the wrong I got it mixed up. Um Interesting. The, uh, the 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 rebellion mm. once Schwarzenegger hooks up with uh, with Mick Fleetwood yeah doesn't take long no yeah it, it it's take, like the quickest it take long rebellion ever I feel like that's where we could have gotten a little bit more of the meat of the movie like I think that if you're calling this movie the Running Man you do have to focus more on the game show aspect of it you see kind of like the Hunger Games I was gonna say nowadays this would have been a three picture deal yeah and this would have just been chapter one. Right, the Running Man, Mocking Jay, uh-huh. or something like that. But I, I was really intrigued at the story of the rebellion, and I wish we could have gotten more. We could have gotten a little bit more background on something like that, right? Because even though it's bland, it's the least this, interesting part of the movie. This, well, not just that, but this futuristic society. You know, like even though the, it's bland, it's interesting enough for me to want to know more. Mm-hmm. I want to know more behind what's going on with these characters. Yeah. I want to know the history of this Mick character. Like, why is he this leader of the rebellion? What's pushed him to do it? What was his character before he became this rebellious dude? See, and I'm afraid that they would just would have done what the Matrix did, where the oh, first God. one was like so great and left a lot to, to, to the, imagination. the imagination and some mystery. And then when we find out the backstory, it's not nearly as interesting as it could have been in your head. Yeah. So like, uh, so I'm fine with them just focusing on 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 the game. That's that's what this movie's about, man. The game but, show. But they don't. They they use they take up so much time at the beginning to set up the character. Yeah. That I feel like they missed an opportunity to actually focus more on the game. It could it, they could have done like a cold open with this movie where uh-huh. it starts off where we're seeing 
a, a scene from the TV show last week on Running Game, and then we get into the real world. What would you have thought if they'd have kind of Tarantinoed it? Where the Total movie out of sta- sequence? The movie starts off, and it's Schwarzenegger running for his life, just entering the game. There you go, and then we find and out then in we flashback kind of, yeah, how it happened. Yeah, we flashback to like, I what do was like, going on. I do like doing that, because you learn a little more about characters, but you get to decide when you learn certain yeah. things. That's what's great about Lost. Uh-huh. You're a fan oh, of God, Lost. Oh, yes, yes. You, you only knew what you had to know. And then when a scene shows, uh, you know, when something of importance happened, it was like, all right, we're going to stop down and we're going to tell you why this is important now uh-huh. to this specific character. Right. And it changes everything. You learn more about the character. It advances the story. Yeah. It's a, it's a great It's a cool device. It's t- a great device, device for is the word I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, and I've told, I think I've told you a couple times now, I have that cut in chronological order. Yeah, I um, if I ever rewatch that series again, that's the way I'll watch. I've got to get you a drive, and I'll just like toss it on there. It's going to take a big external drive. Though. I was going <laughs> to. It's. <laughs> I hope you got a big trunk because <laughs> I'm going to put my bike in it. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, get that softball. And you knocked sure it out did. Of the yeah. Uh, all right. So what else about this movie? What, what, um, what else do you have? So uh, so Richard Dawson, game show host, who uh, also the the antagonist, gets his comeuppance at the end. He he is uh, he's 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 thrown into his own game. <laughs> is this is this after Schwarzenegger and his buddies like open fire in a in a room full of civilians? Do what the fuck? <laughs> and just mow. There's that one shot of of a chick, you know, with the '80s bouffant yeah, hair, wearing yeah. like a sweatshirt with the shoulder up, running for her life, and just gets mowed down from behind. Uh-huh. Like wasn't even part of the action. Wasn't like. The guy was aiming at Schwarzenegger, and she got in the way. No, he just shot he her. He legitimately aimed for just her. Murdered <laughs> just murdered this woman. Took her down. Um, you know, I, I have to admit, I didn't mind that part only because I was annoyed by all of the extras in the audience. Yeah. First of all, it was a little too let's make a dealy. They kept well. They kept yeah. Uh, although I like the old lady. There's like oh, this yeah. old white haired lady. Bullshit. <laughs> exactly. And so they they get to, they're betting. They get to bet on who's going to make the next kill. Uh-huh. Um, and at a certain point, when Schwarzenegger has taken out two or three of the of the stalkers, they call them stalkers. Uh, Richard Dawson, all right, who do you think's gonna gonna make the next kill? <laughs> a- a- expecting her to name a stalker, yeah. and she's like Richard Bach, not Richard Bachman, Ben Richards. Ben Richards, thank you. That's a generic name. <laughs> two first names too. I don't trust people with it's, two first it's names. It's two names of members of the Fantastic Four. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, there ben you go. Ben Grimm and Reed Richards. Ben Reed Richards. There you go. Um, and so she's like, Ben Richards. And everybody's shocked because, what? This has never happened before. You can't name a runner from the next kill. Of course, she wins. Um, so I don't mind that character. But all the other characters, for this supposed to be a large audience, they sure cut away to the same same <laughs> yes. extras. Yeah, they do. And these that extras, one old man. And if you, I'm yeah. fine with that. If Yeah, exactly. There's the one guy with like the, uh, he's like mid-80s with a receding hairline. Mid-80s, mid-30s receding hairline. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm fine with that if you want to pull out a few... Select extras, that's fine. Uh huh. But they got to know they're going to be close up, and you got to direct them better. You got to move You've the got, people you know, who you can do. act to yeah. the front of the room and put everyone because everyone, everybody's emotions just turn on a dime. Uh huh. Like all the extras, they go from cheering, and then when everyone's supposed to be upset, everyone's booing and yeah. thumbs down. This is bad. I, but I, I agree with you on that. I, I feel like not only the the extras in the studio, but also when they would cut away to like. Just the high society people watching the show from like whatever penthouse they were in or whatever. They're in like the locker room. Yeah, well, not just in the locker room, but there's also like a penthouse. Like there are people just hanging out. Oh, in a where bar, Richard Dawson is. Like and he's... watching. No, not Richard. This is a whole different location. Well, I don't it's know just a bunch about. of like it's just a bunch of well-to-do folks watching this event on TV, and they would cut away. And the reason why you're not following me on this yeah. is because they never really fleshed out 
who the fuck these people were. Or where that is. Like, where is that? I Why assumed that was here? up in the penthouse with Richard Dawson, kind of his entourage. I mean, he had the two or three that were following him around, but then there was also like a... God, maybe it, it was. was. It was like the 50-yard line at maybe Cowboy it, because Stadium. It's, like I said, it gets so confusing where fucking Richard yeah. Dawson is in the course of filming this show. I have no context for the geography of any of this place. No. Like I said, it feels like we're in China, like <laughs> as far as they've been traveling. It's an but hour like and a said, half of just the chase scene from the dark night. Yeah, well, we can see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah. Six Flags. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know where that is. Yeah. So you were saying when so, Richard Dawson gets tossed into the game, Oh, yes. So he finally gets his comeuppance. He's thrown in the pod that goes through the, the Six Flags ride. Uh, and then he's shot out and, in what's supposed to be a bit of irony, uh, goes through a billboard with his face on it. That right? explodes. And then for no reason goes <laughs> up in flames. There's no, it's, this isn't like a, a, a projector screen. No. It's, a, it's a two-dimensional and, flat and billboard. And the vehicle he's in has no motor. There's it's no not engine. propelled. It's just a slide. Yeah, exactly. There's no moving parts on it. And yet the entire thing just goes up in a ball of flame. What happened to the net that was catching the Everybody else, the right? Yeah. I guess maybe there's one per... They already got used. Who knows? <laughs> Never explained it. Yeah. It was horrible. Not very satisfying. And like, I guess all the pipes eventually became one pipe. Like They all merged into one pipe. I guess. Because the, I know there was uh, the two guys, Schwarzenegger's see two them. buddies, and they go down after Schwarzenegger gets shot down That's in the right. pipe. That's right. But then they end up coming out the same exit that he does. Yes, that's right. So, uh, had they ever had, if they've done this before, they ever have like an accident where like the the runners just could, they ran into Collide each other in the tube. Yeah, there's a there's like this. I don't know if you would call it a B plot, but there's this side story about the previous season's winners. Yeah, oh, yes. This movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talk about like uh, it's this guy and this guy and this guy and they're hanging out in in tropical Hawaii. Yep, they're and showing footage of them and they yeah. got babes around them and they're waving. They look happy as fuck. So we find out through the course of the story when Fireball is chasing after Maria Conchita Alonso, mm-hmm. she finds her way into a locker room mm-hmm. and she sees the, the bodies. She the finds corpses. the bodies of the guys that were supposed to have won the show. Mm-hmm. And then Fireball... Conveniently, they still have their dog tags on. Yeah. That's how she's able to identify them. And Fireball confirms. He's like, nope, those those weren't last season's winners. They were last season's losers. And then Fireball gets killed. Yes. Uh, played by Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why does it come as a shock to the audience? Like, why is that part of the video package that, like, look, they're actually dead? Because we actually see Fireball's dead in that locker room. Okay, Because they go. cut away to it. They show that he's dead in the locker room. So... Are we to believe that, like, that whole scene, they never saw that part where she's like, it's these guys. Yeah. And he said they, those weren't last season's winners, they're last season's losers. So did they not see that? The audience didn't see that? This is a larger issue I have with the whole explanation of the technology that they have. To, and we alluded to it earlier that they're using to superimpose. or You know, they flat out changed the video footage of Schwarzenegger mowing people down uh-huh. or, 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 you know, resisting. And then it turns out he's the one who killed when uh, Schwarzenegger is winning too much and people are now starting to bet on him, right? they rig the game and they do a computer simulation-generated version of him getting killed by uh, Captain Freedom, by, uh-huh. by Jesse Ventura, right. which never happens, of course, because they're, they're standing there watching it. Same thing with Maria, right? Didn't she get killed too in the video? Yeah, they, yeah, she gets create? her neck snapped. So, oh, that's right. Um, and so now... Yeah, part of the part of the the climax is that they they're, they pipe into the feed and they show the audience. Oh, here's what really happened. Uh, but are we to assume that 
people don't know that this technology exists where you can manipulate because I feel like we're kind of there now yeah. in, in history. We're almost on the precipice. We're still in that kind of uncanny valley where you can tell when... I think we've even gotten past a lot of that. Yeah, but we've still... We've made some, some huge We advances. have, but even, you know, like Final Fantasy 15 or whatever, where we have photorealistic, you know, computer-generated humans, we're still not quite there because their eyes, they have dead eyes, mm-hmm. like a doll's eyes. Um, <laughs> and uh, something about the way they move, but we're, in our lifetime, we'll get way to the point. you move, the way you... Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were doing Michael Jackson. No. Way you make me no, I was, feel. Uh, I was trying to. I was trying to get into the. I like the way you move. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like the way you move. Um, so, but it's it's a gradual progression. Uh-huh. Uh And and so, this this audience now finds out they've been lied to. You know uh, about the the past winners, about what they've seen with their own eyes, and yet they just believe wholeheartedly what they're now being told. They should be a little more skeptic, should, having yeah, learned. You should question. You should be like, could, exactly. Well, how do I know? How do I know what you're saying is yeah. true? Because we've been lied all this time about this other stuff. Uh, okay, so there's that. Um, also, I kind of feel like Richard Dawson being the main bad guy mm-hmm. is kind of. I don't know. I I feel like there should have been. We need like an somebody overlord. else. There should have been someone emperor. else. He doesn't seem like he's quite powerful enough. Because I, I maybe it's all my years in radio and working with personalities, mm. but I kind of feel like a personality, a game show personality, isn't quite devious or smart enough to pull off the shit that he pulls off. And they don't want to be the masterminds. Yeah. They want to be the showman. They exactly. want to be the face. So I kind of felt like I felt like there should have always been a, a bigger evil in yep. this movie yep. that was kind of you know we find out was behind Richard Dawson. That Richard Dawson's bad. But there was this bigger thing behind him. Yeah. Well, save it for the sequel. (laughs) The Running Man 2. It's never too late. (laughs) The Running Man 2. Runningest. The (laughs) Runninger. Still running. Still running. Cool running. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they kind of were in bobsleds. Yeah, they were in bobsleds. I was just thinking about that. They totally did the luge. Uh, They're just going to be all Jamaican in the sequel. The... um, one last thing that I wanted to kind of touch on, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you caught this. Okay, but just one more, Jeff. Whenever, whenever Schwarzenegger got in a fight, mm-hmm. the ADR they did for him it's was so, so horrendous. And it's always, and I, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, because I was, I was <laughs> laughing at that too. Has it always been that bad? Is it just this one? I think, I think I'm sure it's happened in a few other movies, but this one it was so noticeable. It was, and and it happens immediately, and then again throughout, and it, it's coupled with the faces that he makes. Uh-huh. And I always flash back to that last scene in Total Recall, <laughs> where his eyes are where popping the, up. the oxygen is being sucked. <laughs> Get through the chopper. Yeah, it was. It, it sometimes it didn't even match. No, it, it sometimes didn't match at all what was going on with him on the screen. But they just they ADR'd the shit out of him in his <laughs> yeah. fight sequences. Uh, it always gets gets a laugh out of me though. Yeah, a yeah. ADR'd Schwarzenegger. Do you have anything else? Uh, let's see. Um, well, the only the last note I have is at the very very end um, because of course it wouldn't be an eighties movie without some fucking horrible 80s pop rock song coming in and ruining the credits. Yes. It was like all about, what, the, was, what were the, the words? The first lyric is something like, you know, the game is over. <laughs> it's literally, it's like, how about we use a little bit of, uh, you know, we don't flat out call it out. It was like, the game is in, like, something about, I'm not sleeping alone tonight. <laughs> As he's walking As he's walking with Marie. No, not arm around. I don't know if you noticed this. He ki- they kiss mm-hmm. again, totally uncomfortable and totally weird because Unneeded. there's no reason they should be together. Yeah. But like 
they're as they're walking away, he puts his hand on the back, on the of, back her of her neck. neck. <laughs> That's fucking creepy. It's a callback. No, it's creepy is what it is. <laughs> if you've actually if your relationship has evolved, if you've if you've connected with one another, yeah. that is the wrong thing to do. Uh, That's know. not cute, Joel. My dad would do that to my mom. I can't, He'd I, put his hand I on the back it. of her neck and it's threaten a gentle to snap way. it. No, well, no, not that part. <laughs> not not that I know of. Yeah. But uh no, it's it's uh, it's Okay. The small of the back is so cliche. But, I but, go right for but, the neck. But we've already established <laughs> You're right. in the beginning of the movie that was where he was threatening to kill her. I know, and that's why we've come 180. What was once aggression is now love, Joe. <laughs> and that's what we've learned from the that's running man. That's what the man. running man teaches us. It's the running man. That's the actual message. He's, yeah, he's not only running away from Dynamo and Sub-Zero. He's running from himself. From himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer running from commitment. That's right. Oh, yeah. He's running towards it. Yes. And now I'll <laughs> run to you with my hand on your neck. <laughs> Don't scream or I'll squeeze. <laughs> It'd be funnier with the shorts and no your accent. No more Maria. Ooh. <laughs> Conchita <Chiquita>. Alonso. <laughs> God, who let her have that stage name? Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's it's verbose. You know what, though? There was, there was just something about, like, 80s, the 80s look, 80s women, like what they, the poor, those poor I can't, women. I don't know how we procreated through that decade. <laughs> I, I don't no know. Idea. The human race should have ended in 1989 <laughs> because we so bad. ceased having sex with one another because we look awful. We made women look so horrible we in did. film. Yeah, yeah. Curl your hair and uh, wear shoulder pads oh, because God, that's yes. attractive in women. That was the only time in this movie where they tried to make the clothing look futuristic was on the women. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. They're, when they're in front of the 1960s vending machine, <laughs> trying to get cadre cola, cadre cola, and you know what? <laughs> and tab. I actually like the design of of this the running man suits that they wear. Yeah, a little bit of Star Trek. I, I don't mind it at all. I just wish they had done a little bit more with it. No, you're right. That's a great idea of having the sponsorship. They totally would have had the sponsorship. Um, okay, so that was was that your last note? Uh, it is my last. Okay, note. let's do this. Uh, what did the running man get right? And I know you touched earlier on the cameras and stuff, and <laughs> you know, kind of immersing the audience in what was going on in the world. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a cool concept. I like the concept, and I like uh-huh. what 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 uh, Stephen King what I think he was trying to say. Um, and like I, like we talked about earlier, we're we're not too. Not, not, I don't think this will ever happen. But that's how you get a populace thinking and talking about subjects. And it's the same thing with like AI. I feel like we're going through that now with, with artificial intelligence. Yeah. Because we're right on the precipice and we're at the point <laughs> you're now. You're talking about Alan Iverson. No, no. <laughs> but we're at the point where, you know, again, in our lifetimes, we're going to have some AI. It's not going to be like mm. AI, but it'll be uh, not the movie. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. No, no Haley Joel sense. Osment oh. and Jude Law. Yeah, no, I'm saying it'll it'll be like that. But, it's going to be like, not like that. If I could be like that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to the point where we can we can recreate humans, and so in order to get us having these conversations about you know, and, and like, like with Skynet, we've we've inundated ourselves the last thirty years with oh, we don't want to let the computers take over. We don't want to let them take over. These are the these are the conversations we're having as a as as, as a people. We're doing it through through entertainment, the medium of, uh-huh. of, of film and TV, mm-hmm. so that when we get to that point, we'll know, oh, maybe we shouldn't hand over the, the, the nuclear missiles to uh, to Skynet <laughs> yeah. when that time comes. I agree. I, I don't think that would be a good idea. No. I've so he's kind of doing seen this. movies. Exactly. Yeah, we know. So he's kind of doing the same thing with, with, with pop culture and, and what is entertainment. Uh, I, I agree with you. Um, 
I'm not going to get quite so deep. Okay. Like I do, I do agree that you know they they're making a very relevant and strong statement. Not only that was relevant in 1987, but definitely now oh, yeah. in 2015. More so. Uh, just for just entertainment value, uh, as far as the movie's concerned, I think the the best thing about the Running Man, what they did right, was actually going and finding uh, a real TV game show personality yeah. that could carry this character and most of the film on his shoulders Absolutely. with Richard Dawson. I think Richard Dawson was the greatest thing they could have done uh, for this film. You're absolutely right, because this movie was kind of critically panned, but everyone was universal about Richard Dawson. This was a performance of a lifetime, and he apparently, uh, from from people who worked around him off, off set, not just on this movie, but as mm-hmm. a game show host. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, Apple didn't fall far from the tree. Apparently. Oh, wow. This is pretty much how he was. Oh, no. Which makes it seem. That makes me sad now. so believable. Yeah, but what a great performance. It was a really good performance, <laughs> but that makes me feel sad that he was such a dick. Yeah. If that's true. What did the. Rest uh, in peace, Richard does. What did the running man do wrong? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a stickler for this sort of thing, but it's the, the security cam footage. Yeah. Like, make it look like, make it believable. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way I believe that there were 22 cameras capturing this scene. Because that means there's 22 cameras capturing everything at every moment right. in time. Mm-hmm. And we can just take it and manipulate it. Right. Uh, make it a little little more believable. Uh-huh. Because they had the one angle. Like, I believe it when they're in the Running Man Stadium. That, yes. Well, we're just going to take the feed from camera A and we're going to superimpose Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. But in a helicopter. I'll buy that science. On any given night. Yeah, I'll buy that science exactly. because you've established that science. Uh, exactly. No, I, I got you on that. So uh, I think what the Running Man did wrong was missing out on an opportunity to flesh out the world a little bit more. Uh, and I know we're, we're talking about just like an hour and a half action film, but we could have fleshed out that film. If you're going to tell a story with like so many B-plots yeah. and so many moving parts, you have to stop down and kind of explain a little bit. I mean, shit, a movie like Sudden Death did more to explain <laughs> what was going on true. with that story than this movie did. And I would probably say that uh, on the grand scale, this movie I would put above Sudden Death. Like I, I kind of think this was a, yeah. a better film. I like it. But it didn't take the time. To just kind of just flesh out the characters a little bit, flesh out the world a little bit. And I think one of the things that hurt this, which is funny because you look at a movie like The Crow, that was all shot on sound stages. That's but true. there's this huge, like, there's this feel to it mm-hmm. that even though it's got that claustrophobic feel, it still feels, feels like a global thing. Exactly. Uh, it, like you're in a much bigger breathing world. Mm-hmm. This didn't feel like I was in a living, breathing world. This felt like I was watching a movie yeah. made on a studio, and this is what's going on, and now just follow the story. Uh, flesh out the characters, flesh out the world, you know, let it live, let it breathe a little bit more so that way I can kind of, I can get a little bit more into it. All I could do whenever each, uh, whenever each new stalker would come out, I'd just be like, oh, time to change the set. Time (laughs) to change the studio up so that way it looks like this next section. Uh, There was never anything that really uh, differentiated one one place from another. Right. And so it made it hard to know well, where the fuck are yep, these we're people? We're still in dark dirt yeah. and there's rubbish and trash everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. So that's 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 All about right. it. All I right. guess when you have a when you're if this movie weren't starring Schwarzenegger, th- th- they probably could have done stuff like this, but when you have action star <laughs> and like, this, you don't want to get as into as he was as he was hitting at his peak. This is right was uh, it right before Predator 2 I think, after the well, first Well, he wasn't Terminator. in Predator 2. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it before Predator no. or was it after Predator? I think this was after the first Predator. Okay, because I, I thought, all right, yeah, I can't remember. I thought Jesse Ventura. No, 
I thought Predator came first. All right, let's find this out. Um, but this is at, definitely after Terminator, after mm-hmm. Commando. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, short, a raw deal. Schwarzenegger's already, he'd already made a name for himself at this point, but he still didn't hit like, like he did with Terminator 2. Like, you know, the early 90s was Schwarzenegger in his heyday, but this is as he was ramping up to it. Predator 1987, also this movie 1987. Oh, wow. So I'd have to get down to the month. Oh, wow. I'm not quite okay. sure. Yeah, don't, don't worry about I'm that. I'm not going to. <laughs> 87 was a good year for Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right, so if we were going to remake The yeah. Running Man today, uh, how would we do that? Let's see. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, I, have nine. I think I have 11. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Should we attempt to ping pong? Is we can ping pong back and ping forth. Pong? Yeah, let's, let's try to ping pong back and forth. All right, well, I'm going to start with my, uh, my, my low person on the totem bowl. I actually recast the old lady at the white hair who oh. calls bullshit. Well, because I just feel like Betty White. Of course. <laughs> of course you want Betty White up there cursing and betting on who's going to kill who next. I did not recast that role. I didn't think so. I just wanted to start with her cuz I right. like her. Move on to your next. <coughs> um now we get into the uh the uh what do they call them? The stalkers. The stalkers. The stalkers. Okay. Uh let's start with Sub-Zero. So I know that guy's a big sumo wrestler on ice skates, which is totally unbelievable. Uh-huh. I don't believe it. Everybody else is kind of big and imposing. Um, I never really – he was the least developed. But I feel like if you get somebody like, I don't know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson to uh, – he doesn't necessarily have to don the entire hockey. But why I'd love not? to see that guy But he was skates. in the Tooth Fairy. In the Tooth Fairy, he played a hockey player, so That's, why not? Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. So he's done it before. Let's get him as Sub-Zero. How do you okay. like that? Sub-Zero for me, uh, I went the other direction. I didn't go big and muscular, mm-hmm. but I definitely went with an actor that I know can skate because he was in a movie called Miracle with Kurt Russell. He played Michael Ruzioni on Team USA. Uh. It, it's an actor you're probably not going to know. No, I won't. Patrick O'Brien Dempsey. Uh. Uh, I just know he's a, he's a good actor. He can skate. We could we could throw him into this movie. <laughs> is he is he of dark complexion though? No, nope. no. Oh, damn it. See, we'll have to we'll have to get him a nice tan. Who is the next guy? Dynamo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the opera singing uh, dude with the light bright suit on uh-huh. who can shoot electricity. Yes. This guy's kind of kind of funny. Uh huh. Up until the point where he tries to uh, take advantage. Yeah. Of Maria Chiquita Consuelo Rodriguez. Rape makes things less funny. <laughs> usually, usually does. That's 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 a steadfast rule. Uh, but maybe if Jack Black is the one trying to mount you, uh, he can bring a little levity to the With world. your rock. Because he can already sing. Did yeah. you see him doing like the opera? <laughs> anyway, so Jack I, Black is my dad. I went something a little closer to opera. No. He's a much smaller person. Definitely a singer. Oh, no. Josh Groban. The, I knew you were going to do that. Dynamo. <laughs> yes, sir. That's hilarious. <laughs> the most unimposing person you uh, can imagine. I think that's what makes him interesting. That makes it scary, right? Yeah. He's like uh, 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 um, shit. Sin City. Who's the guy oh, with yeah, glasses? Yeah, yeah, Frodo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Uh-huh. So scary, that Kevin. guy. That was um, his name. Fireball. Am I missing any stalkers? Nope. We're uh, Buzzsaw. Fire- There's Buzzsaw. Oh, I forgot about Buzzsaw. Oh, I didn't do Buzzsaw. Did. I did Buzzsaw, shit. and that's uh, Michael Rooker. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The motherfucker's crazy anyway. Um, so Fireball, Fireball, who was uh, uh, played by Jim Brown in this one, former football player. How about uh, former boxer Mike Tyson? That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh huh. What you got? I went with former basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. <laughs> Kazam! <laughs> oh, and actually, the director of this movie 
also directed Kazam. Did he really? He directed Kazam, The Air Up There, and the rom-com Cutting Edge. See? Also with ice with skating. With ice skates. There Maybe we go. get D.B. Sweeney to come out <laughs> and be Sub-Zero. I think you could probably get D.B. Sweeney. I think <laughs> so we could get D.B. Sweeney on this we podcast. We probably could. He'd be like, you guys uh, got about five bucks. <laughs> it's some liquor. And some smack. <laughs> uh, all right. So did you recast the Mick character? Uh, Mick. The Mick. The Mick Fleetwood? Mick, the leader uh, no, of the no, no, I didn't. Because it's Mick Fleetwood, mm-hmm. you know, older older rock star, mm-hmm. I decided to go old rock star with it now, uh, and I went with Tom Waits oh. to, play, to play the Mick character. Interesting. Did you recast uh, Laughlin and Weiss? The Law Offices of Laughlin and Weiss? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Those you are did. The, okay. the, the, his prisoner friends. Did you recast Captain Freedom? I did do Captain Freedom. Okay, go ahead. I, bet, I wonder if we have the same one. We probably don't. You don't think so? Because I went with uh, Dave Bautista as uh, Captain Freedom. We're very close because I also went with a wrestler uh-huh. because it's Jesse Ventura. Of course, of course. Uh, instead, I went with like a much more, you know, uh, a much more popular right now wrestler. Uh, Bautista's. I was hey, going to say who's more popular, popular than him? He's popular. He's you know, he was no Drax longer. the Destroyer, but I'm talking about still involved in the WWE right now. I went with John Cena. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, he no definitely, he definitely kind of plays that uh, that Superman style character Nicely on the done. WWE. Uh, all right, you want to do the friends next? Let's then do fr- down, 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 all down, right. Down, so, uh, who was the nerd? That's Weiss. Weiss. Uh, I, I, I like this guy because uh, you'd feel bad when he dies, but you also believe him as kind of a nerdy computer guy who can hack into shit. Seth Green, Robot yeah. Chicken. Seth Green, not bad. Love him. Uh, I kind of you're gonna find that with my with my mains, I skewed a little bit younger. Mm, okay. Uh, so Probably for my idea. for my Weiss, I went with Christopher Mintz Plassey. <laughs> yeah, there you go again. Uh, brothers McLovin. from another mother. I threw McLovin in there. And then for the other guy, Laughlin. Laughlin. I went uh, Larry Frischburn, M- Morpheus. Wow. In that role, just to see him try to run around. Well, he um, gets killed pretty early on. He gets changed out the fuck up, so that he doesn't have to do a lot of running. Uh, I went with Chadwick Boseman. Oh, who? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to be playing the uh, the the Black Panther in the new in the new Marvel oh, is series. Yeah, and he also played Jackie Robinson, um, and uh, and he's a fantastic actor. He did skew younger. Yeah, yeah I, I skewed a little younger. And so now we're on to uh, well, let's do Amber Mendez. Amber Mendez. Right? Yes. Uh, so my first pick was uh, Penelope Cruz, as I mentioned earlier. That mm-hmm. seemed a little 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 on the nose. Going with somebody a little more current. How about Sofia Vergara? From uh, like Modern Sophia Family. Sofia Vergara. Mm-hmm. I almost went Sofia Vergara. She, look, she, do, she looked great in that outfit. She would look fantastic. Skin tight, Adidas. Because I skewed younger, uh-huh. I went with Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, yeah. <laughs> Definitely went with Selena Gomez for this. Uh, All right, so that leaves... Wow, that'll be uncomfortable when we have to see her neck get broken and then attempted <laughs> rape. Yeah, that would be awkward. A now 18, 18? Hopefully she, she's over she's 18, 18, right? Yeah, okay, I think she's good. 18. Let's go with that. So now we've got Ben Richards and Damon Killian. Who do you want to go with first? Let's say Richard Dawson, or the the... the Game go show host is last. The, oh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start with Arnold. Ben Richards. Ben Richards. Um, I had a couple picks here. Uh, not too inspired, but uh, you need somebody likable. You need somebody muscular. You need somebody who uh, seems like he could be wrongly accused of a crime. Mm-hmm. How about Thor? Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. It's Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. And that's the same person Thor. I picked. Did you really? Same person. No I picked. way. Yep. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. Look of at course. That. See, there you go. Well, because Chris Hemsworth, he's muscular. He's kind of like the modern Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's muscular, but he's a much better actor. He is a better actor. And, better uh, every man. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And the thing is, what's funny about Chris Hemsworth is mm-hmm. you could romantically 
pair him up with Sofia Vergara. You could romantically pair him up with Selena Gomez. Like he's that's right. He's well, kind th- of in that like how old see, is he? Then you do have to go Liam Hemsworth, I guess, if you're going to go younger if with I'm Selena gonna, Gomez. I don't have to. Well, no, but I will. <laughs> I'll, I, I wrote down Liam Hemsworth, even though I meant <laughs> so. Chris you went Hemsworth, with the younger so one. I went with the older. I didn't mean to. I meant Thor. That's so funny. I get my Hemsworth confused. So, so finally, yes. Damon Killian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a couple. My my first thought, um, and I, I have to give credit where credit is due. Jenna came up with my my final pick, but my first thought, you know, of course, you need somebody smarmy, somebody who can be a showman, uh-huh. and I immediately thought of Will Arnett. Nice. The, I the, love the, Will the Arnett. The voice of Batman. He could be up there. But then Jenna said something, and it just seems so right because you get the age is appropriate. Um, pull him out of retirement. And this is kind of be a comeback for him. How about picture, if you will, Martin Short as the, the game show host doing <laughs> kind of his, Short, What do you mean pull him out of retirement? He's in that Kimmy Schmidt show. Oh, is he? Yeah, I've only seen the one episode. I haven't yeah, got to him yet. He's totally in it. All right. Well, yeah. he can find time between seasons to do a <laughs> remake of The Running Man. I like to see him do it like Ed Grimsley. Ed Grimsley Ed was Grimley. that his name? Ed, Ed Grimsley style. With well, shape his hair in the cone, and he'd be doing the dancing. I got. But you. then off screen, he's menacing. That's great, Martin Short. I thought, I'd, I'd I like love that. to see a menacing Martin right? Short. Uh, I went a little bit more. Okay, they went with Richard Dawson for the original. They went with a you know a known TV game show host. I would like to go with a TV game show host, uh. but somebody who's got some acting experience as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. I went with Howie Mandel. Oh, yeah! I was originally thinking like I might, maybe I'd go with Bob Barker, maybe Chuck Woolery or something. Or who's the uh, Drew Carey? What or if Drew, Drew Carey, Carey or Regis Philbin was actually Ooh. on my short list? <gasps> Regis Philbin would be fantastic. He'd be great, but he's really old. Yes, he and, is. And, but I wanted to get somebody who was still like, if this is the big bad guy of the movie, <laughs> I kind of wanted them to maybe have a little bit of an edge to them as well. Yeah, and I feel like Howie Mandel might be able to play that. Yes. Uh, and so yeah, that's why that's why uh. I went with him. And for some reason, bald people scare me. Yeah. So just the fact that he's got that shaved Man, head. you do not want to watch Furious 7. Though. Oh, really? <laughs> nothing but fucking bald people fighting each other all really? over. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Should I see any? I have not seen any of the the Furious movies. You should. You know what? Jeff, send Joel the link that you sent me. Oh, yeah? Uh, Is that's it like all, all you're going to need. It's all you're going to need. Oh, it's like a, it's a recap? It's all you're going to need. All right. There you it's go. It's fantastic. Get all caught up. Um, all right. So did you get a director? Did you put a director I didn't do this? a director on this one. What the fuck is wrong with you? You always chase out on the director. Because I try thinking, and it's like, you get an action director to this one. I didn't have a good, I didn't have yeah. a good pick. I picked Joe Carnahan. Who did okay. Smoke and Aces. There you go. Because I feel like he does action in a claustrophobic space really well. There you go. Uh, and that's what we needed for The Running Man. All right, so if you've got any thoughts about our recasting of uh, of The Running Man, our thoughts of what we've had to say, if you've got something that you've been screaming at the podcast that we've completely overlooked, you can hit us up on Facebook. Just put in the, uh, the editing bay in your search bar, and you're going to come up with a picture with the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us, and uh, that's where you could talk back to us. And let us know what you thought of The Running Man. And if you've got any ideas for movies that we can watch in the future, that's where you go ahead and uh, send them to us. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is not The Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. You kind of mash those two up. It's EditingBay.com. You can go there, find out about the show, uh, see pics from the live show that we did last year. We'll have another one coming up here soon in 2015. Uh, We also have links to our social media from there. So it's kind of your one-stop shopping for all things Editing Bay. Also, we have some of the the, the past shows on there. I need to to get up to date. You need to update that. I do. Because we are way behind. It's like episode 61, I think, is the last one I uploaded. I need to to get on that. We're uh, like well over 100. With the Afternoon Delight episodes, we're well over 100. But you know what? The uh, Oh, gosh, yeah. Have we already? Mm -hmm. We need to do it because we've got to figure out when our... We need to figure out when our 100th episode is. 
That's right. So we can hit that. It's got to be mark. coming up soon. Yeah, it's got to be. We've been coming doing soon. this for over a year now. Coming up on yeah, coming up on two. Holy shit, Joe! Right? Wow. <laughs> oh, but I love it. That's what happens. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. Where was I going with this? With Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh, also follow us on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at the Editing Bay. Follow us on Twitter. In fact, I'm gonna have to take a pic here because I I like to. This is what I've been doing. Been taking pics of us recording and also while we're watching the movie. And also, um, you you follow us there. I'll always announce what the next movie is gonna be. That's right. With a, with a fun graphic and stuff. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. If you get our uh, our podcast on iTunes, on the podcasting app, we have a, a huge request. And it really won't take too much time or effort. We just ask that you leave a review. Review, uh, give us a five-star rating, uh, but that's going to totally help. We're trying to get some sponsorships for the show, and it helps when we can point to something and go, look, see, people are listening. They're <laughs> listening and they're writing back and they're talking to us. Uh, that, that helps us out a lot. We understand that not everybody is an Apple user, and we've got a solution what? for that. If you've got an Android uh, device, you just pick up the little app called Podcast Revolution or Podcast Addict. Those will search the iTunes libraries and help you find us, the Editing Bay, or any of our other wonderful Next Wave Radio Network shows like My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam, A Big Gladiators with Jeff, John, and Jay. Uh, we've also got MVP, the most valuable podcast with Danny and Matthew talking about wrestling but now the baseball season's underway uh, i'm sure they're gonna have some uh, some stories from the diamond for you this mm-hmm. weekend coming up uh and of course uh the editing bay and our sister show afternoon delight uh this week on afternoon delight we are talking about a little movie with will ferrell and kevin hart <laughs> called get hard yep because uh I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to that on the way in. I yes, was, I was. I was surprised at your take. I'll leave it at that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, just check out all of our shows. We really appreciate that. And uh, and next week, yes, we are going to be taking a look at uh, what? What, Joel? What did well, we agree on? I totally you, forgot. You were asking for listener suggestions. This one actually is a listener suggestion. Uh, and much of this, I, I feel like we've been inundated with Fast and the Furious stuff. And you uh-huh. guys are doing part seven on next week's episode, right? That's right, yeah. The most recent one. I haven't seen any of the other ones, but it sounds like i got a YouTube clip waiting for me in my inbox. <laughs> yeah. uh, but in that same vein, um, there's a little movie from 2004, not too long ago, called Torque. Not too long ago. It's, it's <laughs> 11 Over 10 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> Whatever. I still feel like 1999 was a just around the corner. Uh, I know when I when I think about the Matrix, the Matrix doesn't that still feel so fresh and it new? It does, it does. Yeah, the Six, first one does. Sixteen years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, the other ones. Uh, uh, don't even get me started. Dude, uh, we saw a trailer for Spectre. Oh, when we were at Fast Seven, yeah, or Furious Seven or whatever. It's, is there a, a newer, newer one? Or no, 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 no. This is the it's, one that was released, but I finally saw it on the big screen. Uh, it's it's yeah. a good trailer. Good trailer. It is a good trailer. It's, it's well cut. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's better than Skyfall. You were you have furrowed brow. You're very skeptical. I hope I that it's tell. better than Skyfall. I I I hope it's as good as Skyfall. What are we watching? We're week? watching the movie called Torque from 2004. <laughs> is it a movie movie it's, about the monkeys bass player? That's right. <laughs> or was he the drummer Peter Torque? Nah, it's all about racing. Except instead of cars, they're on motorcycles this time. Oh, they're on shit. dirt bikes. And apparently there's some framing going on, and ice cubes in it, and phase on love, and a bunch of other people you never Dane heard Dane Cook? I think Dane, Dane Cook, Cook is, is in fucking this? in this. I hope he dies. Je- <laughs> have you seen this, Joe? I have not, You haven't no. seen this. Jeff has seen this, and, and our listener has seen this, who yeah. recommended it. So thanks, listener. Yes, thank you very much. So next week, we're going to be talking about the movie Torque. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much mm-hmm. for staying up. Luckily, this is the final time. Last time. That we're going to have to stay the up this late to record. The final countdown. 
All right, Joel, thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Guys, we are the Editing Bay, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.